welcome to Dental Appointment, a podcast by two dental students aiming to give you an insight into the world of dentistry. We will be discussing all things dental related, from dental applications to life as a dental student. We will also provide you with an insight into our own experiences, as well as talking to other members of the profession about a range of different topics to get their views and learn about the different opportunities after dental school. My name is Ryan. And I'm Becky. And this is Dental Appointment. In today's episode, we are joined by Galassa, a student from the University of Birmingham who has recently finished her third year. Thank you for joining us today, Galassa. Hello, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Galassa. Um, just to kick off the episode, is there anything that you think sets Birmingham Dental School apart from the other dental schools? I really like the new dental hospital. It was opened a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. It's quite well built just so it's all sections. So you've got like a teaching section and then the clinical section and it like your teaching and the clinics are all in one building, which I find quite good. Mm-hmm. And then I also quite like how um, we do a lot of dentistry ourselves. So once we hit our clinical years in the end of second year, start of third year, we don't really have clinical partners like some of the unis do. So it just means we get a lot more hands-on experience. And a lot of nursing is done in first and second year to like, introduce us to clinics. Okay, so did you have experience of the old dental school then? No, so no. they opened this dental school, I think, 2016, I believe. So oh, I see. two years before I started. Oh, right, okay, okay. Um, and that's quite interesting, actually. So who is it that you're nursing for in first and second year? So you nurse for like the um, fourth and fifth years. who are mm-hmm. So you go on to clinic as assists. So t- initial clinical exposure does tend to be when you are in the first and second year. So you start by basic nursing, suction, kind of any procedures and you just act as mm-hmm. a dental nurse. And it just helps to get you used to clinics and things like that before you see your own patients. Because um, here we kind of do quite a theory heavy like first and second year. And then after Easter or second year, it turns to quite clinical. So it's kind of split up like that. So it just mm-hmm. means during that time where it, seems like you're not really doing dentistry you still get some clinical exposure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's a good way like you say to keep up feeling like a dentist isn't it you're getting that exposure from early on if it is nursing for people um so you mentioned there just roughly kind of the structure of the course could you tell us a little bit more about kind of what you're doing in each year and what the focus is of each year Yeah, so in the first year, it's kind of more like biomedical sciences, kind of general medicine, so like the cardiovascular system, digestive system, all that. And then an introduction into dentistry, basic kind of introduction into like basic instruments, what things are, all the theory, like consent and the laws and things like that. Um, And then in the second, and as well as that, you do the nursing and what we did was some role play and things like that to get us used to like communication on clinic. And then in the second year, you do more like oral biology, a bit of dental public health, and then some more like detailed anatomy of the head and neck. Mm-hmm. And then at, after Easter, it becomes quite hands-on. So we get into the clinical skills suite a lot more and then do a lot of phantom head and getting ready to see patients. The plan is normally to try and get us seeing patients at the end of second year, probably like June, July time. But because of COVID, they've not managed to do this yet. So I started seeing patients at the start of my third year. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in my third, you carry on doing, starting off on clinics, seeing patients. And then you also have like some phantom head stuff on the side. So when we start in third year, you kind of do like fillings, things like that. Uh, it's been a little bit different because of COVID and AGPs, but we've still managed to do quite a bit. And then after finishing kind of phantom head stuff in like November time, we, we can do like crowns, root canals and denture stuff. And then what we do as well, we did human diseases as our main theory module this year. Normally it would be split between third and fourth year, but this year we did it all in third year because of COVID and we pushed our specialties a bit back into fourth year. Mm-hmm. So we only started perio and pros this year and then next year we'll do like peds and oral surgery and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then fifth year is just very clinical and finals, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like they've adapted quite nicely to the whole COVID situation, sort of moving things about here and there. Um, and it's quite interesting, the structure that you guys do in Birmingham because by the sounds of things, is it your, your first patient, is that something like a filling as opposed to something else? So potentially so what we do is like obviously a new patient exam and all yeah. of that and then if they need a filling then the next appointment we do the filling and things like yeah. that uh-huh. and then basic perio scaling oral hygiene right, and all okay. that but yeah as soon as we start patients we're kind of equipped to do a bit of everything a bit of everything yeah so is it quite a traditional sort of teaching style would you say I would say it's quite traditional we do have a little bit of mix so we have a lot of lectures and then we've got small group teaching and things and some of the small Mm -hmm. group teachings can be a little bit more problem-based but mainly it is quite traditional they give us a set out set of questions and things like that Mm -hmm. but sometimes they do get us to do like um presentations and other things they just mix up a little bit just to keep it interesting Mm -hmm. it's good to have a little bit of variety and like you say you don't want to not feel like a dentist for the first so many years <laughs> yeah um so you mentioned earlier that the dental school is relatively quite modern and um, what are the clinical facilities like at Birmingham so the dental hospital split into so they've got two different wings so one's a teaching side so we've got like the lecture theatres and things the downstairs and then we've got kind of a light a small library and just somewhere you can study and then there's the labs upstairs and we've got the clinical skills suite which is split into like four different groups can be in there at once. Mm -hmm. So there's one room with three areas and then one room with one area. And then there's like a lab teaching area and then there's the main labs. And then we've got a bunch of clinics. So on the other wing of the building. So the central bit is kind of the receptions and the waiting rooms. And then the other side is then all the clinics. So it's a normal dental hospital. So it's not just students, but We've got quite a few restorative clinics and then we've got oral surgery and then we've also got like a little GA section and there's just a bit of everything going on there really. So everything's quite accessible to you guys it sounds like. Yeah everything's just in one building which is really good. And mm-hmm. um, where in respect to the city centre is the dental school? So the dental school is quite near the university campus so and that's about 10 to 15 minutes drive out of the city centre. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. So Birmingham's quite a big city so what it's quite like is um as a student if you go to the University of Birmingham you live a little bit on the out not outside but just and there's a, there's a campus and a student kind of bubble really and then what that means is you've got your own little area but then if you want to go into the city centre and have the hustle and bustle you can um I think previously before this dental hospital the old dental hospital was in the city centre but 
the new buildings a little bit further out. So to go back to like the the core structure with regards to like final year or the later years even do you have the chance to do like an outreach course at all yeah so I forgot to mention as well in our first year we also did a little bit of just observation on outreach as well and then I think in our I'm not sure now if they've changed to fourth or fifth year and we get some rotations on outreach just different areas local to Birmingham which is quite good because in Birmingham and local areas the water's fluoridated so we don't see as much caries um, mm-hmm. So it's quite good on outreach to be able to go out and actually see how Carries is in the general public and get to see a bit of everything, really. Oh, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. How do you find that perspective then, being able to go about and see different things? Um, I think it would. it's really good. So I've not done my outreach myself, mm-hmm. where I've, but I've done some observations and it was really good because we saw quite a variety of clinics. So one of the clinics I went to, the dentist there, she um, ran a homeless person clinic. So they could come in at one o'clock, say what they've got wrong with them, and then just sit in the waiting room and get seen. And she did this every week. So a lot of patients she'd seen, she'd already done extractions on and things, but it just meant that a lot of people who were homeless were getting some dental care, which I found quite good. And that outreach was like by the city centre in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't too far out, but there are some further away where you can see a difference with facilities and things as well. Mm-hmm. So the ones that are a little bit further out sometimes, like with the dental hospital, everything's quite new, but then you see some of the older things or some different things and settings you might see in practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives you like a realistic insight into what what happens and what the background is and things. But it'll be good for you guys to see like the community aspect of it as well with what you were saying about the homeless patients. Yeah, 100% been quite good and how about electives do you guys have the opportunities to do that yeah so at the end of fourth year what we do is normally towards the end of the year do an elective at the moment the last couple years have been cancelled because of covid Mm -hmm. normally we just get the chance and we'd have to organize it ourselves and if you don't want to organize the elective you can just get some more time on clinics and just seeing patients but a lot of people Mm -hmm. do try and opt to go on an elective just because you get a lot of experience and you can travel somewhere and go to a different university or something like that and just see Mm -hmm. how you feel about it yeah and what's the duration of that elective I'm not 100% sure yeah not sure does it happen over the summer yeah so it's I think kind of the July period around then a couple weeks Mm -hmm. in terms of the exams that Birmingham uh, set what what are those like so we've got in first and second year there's a lot of written exams so um kind of um short answer questions multiple choice questions um we also do um in second year we do some vivas and some like prosectorium so um lots of little stations and things in the prosectorium and then vivas it was for head and neck anatomy so we were given different bones and things and we had to talk about it and we were given about 15 minutes and we had to cover as much as we could and we also do OSCEs in the more clinical years and then we also have like clinical competencies which aren't too big traditional exams like and how mm-hmm. how often are your exams so in the first year we had a set of exams in January and then the summer period in second year we had some in December and then because it's the transition to um clinical year we have them 
March time. Mm-hmm. And then we have like, then we transition to phantom head and things. So we have some competencies. Um, in third year, this year, I, we only had summer exams. Normally there are some exams late November and then summer. So normally it's about two exam seasons a year, mm-hmm. but the main one is the summer period mm-hmm. for written exams. And normally the ones that are kind of winter time, a, a shorter part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then scattered throughout the year can be like competencies and things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do you guys have like coursework or projects that you guys do? Um, so a little bit. So in like the first year, we had like some coursework that was like 10% or 20% of module marks. So it was more kind of essay based writing about. So I think in our digestive one, it was how um, digestive renal or endocrine problems can present orally and things like that. And we had to... Mm-hmm kind of write this essay on different manifestations and what potential things that can be seen in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had one that's like a group presentation. So we've had a couple that are group presentations. So one was to make a like a promotional video to educate patients. I think our one was on like um, how to clean dentures and just giving mm-hmm. advice. And then we've also had different presentations. So when we did like oral biology, we had some questions there and it was a bit more research-based for that module. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So you had mentioned that the dental school is a little bit further out along with the university campus than the centre of Birmingham. Is there good transport links into Birmingham then? Yeah, so the actual university has um, a train station, like a little stop, and you can get the train to the town centre, which is about five minutes. And then there's another stop a few minutes from there in like kind of the student area Mm -hmm. which is also about seven or eight minutes to the city center if not there's loads of buses and things so it's quite easy to get around really yeah so the students often travel into the city then yeah there's a lot to do but then also there is a little bit to do kind of around the student area and there is kind of like a mini high street and things like that Mm -hmm. but yeah if you want to do any like big shopping or things like that if you want to do any activities in town then yeah, the city centre is quite good to go to because it's quite a big city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you from Birmingham yourself? No, I'm not. I'm from Leeds. Oh, okay. So how have you found living in Birmingham then as a city? Um, I've quite liked it. It's a bit different um, in terms of it's just a lot more diverse, I feel. Um, mm-hmm. I've quite liked it, really. It's quite nice because the campus is a little bit away from the city centre, so you do get a little bit more kind of relaxed home it's a very student area but it's more a student bubble and then if you want Mm -hmm. to go into other areas of Birmingham then you can there's quite a few areas near the university which students go to like Harborn and things they can be quite good for if you want to eat out or different activities but yeah it's a little bit more homely because you're not in the city centre but when you do Mm -hmm. go to the city centre you see a lot more students just because I think there are five universities in Birmingham so you've got Aston Mm -hmm. and yeah, there are quite a few universities. That's why everything's a little bit more spread out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so a couple of the campuses are in t- in the city centre. So when you go mm. in, you see a lot more people. Yeah, and as you mentioned, the the dental school is actually on like the University of Birmingham campus. Do you feel that you sort of meet other people from different um, courses and things quite easily? So or? the dental hospital is about a ten to fifteen minute walk from campus um but it's quite close um Mm -hmm. in the first year it's quite good to meet other people because we're in the medical school a lot so 
like all the medical sciences degrees we can see um we're not mm -hmm. really on campus that much which is a bit of a shame just because we're mainly on the medical in the medical school which is one edge of campus mm -hmm. and then the dental hospital which is a little bit further out but yeah you still can manage to make friends just because the, there is a campus so if you go on the light the library or anywhere else like that um you get to see people mm -hmm. so it's not really a big yeah. issue um what should accommodation like and the kind of cost of that so with accommodation in the first year you get given accommodation um so you've either got the Vale village so that's where the mainly the students go and there's loads of different accommodations from ensuite to catered to um shared bathrooms not catered so with the catering system you get like a card and you get how on your student id you can spend so much on campus and um in that kind of village as such mm -hmm. And then there's also some accommodation scattered around, so close to the student area, really. And then um, they will vary. Um, prices can vary from, I think, somewhere between £90 a week to about 130 140 a week. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not too bad. It just depends what you'd like. And it can be more expensive if you get catered and things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just really depends on your preference then. Yeah after kind of first year and staying in halls type things is there a lot of kind of private accommodation and flats that people yeah. can move into after that point yes yeah, so a lot of people move into houses in selly oak so that's where all the students mainly live so all that area all the all the houses tend to be just let to students and there are a few families but it is mostly students mm -hmm. and they also vary between ensuite, shared bathroom, how many beds there are, yeah. how many rooms there are, and all that. So you do get quite a big range in choice. Mm -hmm. So you've got options yeah. for whatever suits you. And with regards to like spare time from the course that you're doing at um, Birmingham, do you have a lot of spare time that you can use for like hobbies or jobs or things like that? Um, Personally, I don't have a job just because I can't find time for it. But hobbies, yeah, you get some spare time. A lot, some times of the year, you get more busy than others, as with any course. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you don't get too much free time, and then sometimes you get some more. Um, I'm part of quite a few societies and things, so I've managed to make time for that. Um, but it really just depends how you manage your time, I feel. So I know some people go to uni study and then just relax spend time with their friends I know some people who are part of a lot of different societies play loads of sports even on quite like um semi-professional levels at the same time as studying dentistry so it just depends what you can fit in really mm -hmm. yeah so there, there is room for it if like you say yeah. if you can manage your time yeah there is yeah just to take you back a little um in terms of the application process how would you describe that for Birmingham is it just quite similar to other dental schools so it is quite similar so as ever you apply through UCAS with your personal statement and everything and then interviews are MMIs as well mm -hmm. so yeah it's quite similar to most other dental schools that do MMI and how did you find the interviews um the interview process was um fine I think everyone just worries about it a bit more. It is a tiring process just because it is quite a long interview and you've got so many stations and you have to focus for a period of time. But each station is generally 
um, okay. And they go through kind of wide dentistry, um, maybe like things coming up in dentistry, a little bit of manual dexterity. So in general, they don't really ask anything to throw you off. It's everything that you would expect from an mm-hmm. MMI. Did you have any other interviews that were like different styles, like a panel? No, like all my interviews I had were MMIs, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the only experience I had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For you, like personally, what has been the best thing um, that you feel about attending Birmingham? Um, I think I've met a lot of amazing people that I wouldn't have met mm-hmm. if I'd gone somewhere else. And it's been quite good. It's quite, it feels a little bit homely and um, it's quite a nice sense of community and getting to know those different people and making so many new friends has been quite a big thing, I feel. Mm-hmm. It's a massive thing and it's very important when you go off to uni, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's a dreading thought for a lot of people, but it's nice that you've had a good experience in that respect. Yeah, it's been good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And do you have any advice for those that are aspiring to apply to dentistry or to Birmingham? Um, I think it's just very important to be sure you want to do dentistry. You've got to know that you want to do it because it is long hours and there is a lot of studying to do and a lot of time to give up. And other people who are doing like three-year degrees and things might have more free time and things like that. And you've got to know that the sacrifices of sometimes you can't socialise or sometimes you know you've got to do other things to do with your course. Mm-hmm. It's quite important to have a passion for dentistry, which can be quite hard mm-hmm. if you've not really had any exposure. And that's completely OK. It's just you need to know what you're getting into, which is quite mm-hmm. important. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. some good advice. And I definitely agree with you there. It is about kind of doing your research beforehand, getting that experience to know that dentistry is what you want to do and then you'll be happy to make those sacrifices when they need to be made for that gain in the long term of, of reaching your goal, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Because if you, you're not sure on it, it can make it a lot more tricky and you won't enjoy your time at university mm-hmm. and you won't enjoy your course. Yeah, definitely. And have you got any advice in the sense of, like you were mentioning, um, trying to get an insight into dentistry, like how how would you advise someone going about doing that? So um, if COVID restrictions are a little bit better, then obviously nothing can be shadowing in a practice or mm-hmm. going around practices. A lot of people can like going into um, dental labs and helping like what shadowing dental technicians, which can also be quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, with COVID, I know a lot of people have been doing online work experience so it's just making sure you get out there, checking social media, checking the internet, seeing what's there. So part of the winding access to Birmingham, um, I chaired a conference called Dream Dentistry, which I started off this year. And it was everything from an insight into dentistry, applications and how the whole process works. And I feel like things like that can be quite good. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of other unis do host and have resources out there which can Mm -hmm. be quite good and then even Mm -hmm. if you can't a lot of dental students have like dental like social media accounts to share their dental journeys so you can message them and there's a lot of Mm -hmm. resources out there yeah definitely and you've got one yourself yeah I um, do an Instagram page would you be happy to share that with people that are listening so it's goals teeth so g-o-l-s-t-e-e you mentioned widening access as well would you do you know much more about that that you could tell us about yeah so um a lot of university have schemes for students 
um, with certain criteria. So often it's depending on your background or if you've had anyone mm. in your family not go to university and things like that. And you can check. And sometimes I know Birmingham do schemes which offer you some more training, some more help for applications. And even in some schemes, you can get in with a reduced grade offer. But it's all very university dependent. But it's very worth looking into it and looking what universities have that because it can mm-hmm. really help with the applications if you are fitting that criteria. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And thanks for sharing that information because I bet there's a lot of people that don't know that exists at all and yeah. are maybe mm-hmm. finding themselves in that position that would be eligible for that little bit more support or kind of altering of entry requirements to help them out that yeah. just would have no clue that that existed exactly so i think that's really important to get that out most people just don't know about it <laughs> yeah exactly no. yeah and i think that does bring the episode to an end um but thank you very much galassa for joining us today telling us a little bit more about birmingham and what it has to offer in terms of the dental school that's no problem thank you so much for having me both of you thanks yeah thank you We are really enjoying making these episodes and we hope you have found them interesting and learned a little more about dentistry. And you can follow us on Instagram at dental underscore appointment to keep up to date with us. Until our next episode. Bye. Bye.